Found yourself struggling to choose your next best steps? Maybe some of your decisions have resulted in suffering for you or suffering for those around you. And perhaps that's blocking you from making your decisions right now. But ever considered that your beliefs, attitudes and behaviors that are contributing to your decisions have actually been automatic. In other words, ever considered that your decisions are unconscious. In some way, your decisions weren't really yours. And you're not alone. Think of the number of people that are staying in jobs they hate, overeating, having an affair, staying in unhealthy relationships. Why do we do this to ourselves? Why do we find ourselves leaning towards unhealthy behaviors and then finding ourselves stuck in making good decisions for ourselves? We're gonna explore why that is and then I'm gonna give you tips that I found useful that I hope will help you in your journey to make clear, conscious decisions. Hi, I'm Ross N. Clay, helping you deliberately create a life you love. First, let's understand how the decision-making process works in our brain. There's a part of our brain that takes care of inhibitory control and flexibility. That's the part that takes care of thoughts and impulses that are not good for you. And also the part that can adjust to changes and demands and priorities in your life. This part of your brain is called the prefrontal cortex. And if it's working well, then you make better choices and exhibit optimal behaviors such as problem solving, higher level feelings and self-control. Further research has shown that children who have experienced toxic environments such as abuse, neglect or stressful family situations tend to have negative growth in this particular part of their brain. What happens for a child when they're in a very stressful environment, their brain develops strength around survival instincts, but the other areas of the brain don't develop because there's not as much energy going to those areas. As the child grows up, this can lead to engaging in inappropriate social behavior or taking unnecessary risks. It can even lead to avoiding kindness from others. What's even more interesting about the latest science that's come out is that when you're in survival mode, it can change your genetic coding so that your body becomes more efficient to be in survival mode. This also means that if your parents grew up in stressful environments, then their genetic coding was also modified and you may have inherited genes that are in survival mode. But all is not lost, because if you are able to code your genes to be in survival mode, you can also code your genes to be in thriving mode. Because of the neuroplasticity of the brain, if you develop healthy thought patterns, or even a happy, healthy, safe environment for yourself, then you can change your brain development. You can actually enhance those areas that are not functioning as well as you would like. Incidentally, as you create happier, healthier environments for yourself and happier, healthier mindsets, you're going to get into thriving mode and enhance a lot of areas of your brain. And one of those areas is the part of the brain that relates to connectivity. So your ability to connect to nature, to other people, and even to your spiritual self, which is really great because one of the tools I'm gonna to give you is to do with your intuition. And intuition is gonna help you with better decision-making. I'd like to share with you three ways that I've used that have helped me to gain clarity when I have difficult decisions to make or even when I have super easy decisions to make. The number one tip I have for you is to get into a happy space. Simply getting into a happy space will create better decisions. So how do you do that? Go share a joke with a friend, laugh at some comedy movie. One of the best ways that I like to get into a happy space is to go out in nature. 
Nature always provides the vibes, the energy that you need to lift up your spirits. And when you're in that space and, you know, when you're in nature, you can even take off your shoes and walk barefoot so that you really absorb the good energy of the earth. This really brings clarity. And when you're asking yourself questions in this space, you really get some good answers that are not based off fear, but based off possibility. The second tool that I like to use is to create a quiet meditative space for myself. And you might already have your quiet meditative space. You might have a prayer room or you might go to a, a religious place. In this quiet space, allow yourself to ask yourself questions, not yes, no questions, but open-ended questions, and then feel into the answer. So this is where you're gonna trust your intuition. You're gonna trust what your body is telling you. If your body starts to feel uncomfortable when you ask, should I go in this particular direction? Then that's a good sign that your intuition is saying that's probably not for you. And if your body starts to feel lighter and more at ease, that's a good sign that your intuition is saying, yeah, that's a good one, go with that one. One of the tools that I like to use in this space when I don't actually have like a sacred space for myself is simply grabbing a crystal. You may not have a crystal, but you might want to grab something that's special or sacred to you that helps you to lift your vibrational frequency because that's what this is about. It's about creating a safe, happy space for you in your mind and you can use whatever props in whatever spaces that are appropriate to you. My third point is to find ways to declutter your mind. And by declutter, I mean get rid of the noise, get rid of the negative thoughts, the things that that are detracting from living a happier, healthier life. So it could be that you use something like tapping to tap away negative thought patterns, or you do a fast from media so that you take away any of the biases and opinions that are not serving you. Decluttering your mind helps to create a healthier state of mental well-being so that you make better decisions on the fly. So here's the three main points I'd love for you to take away. One is create healthier, happier spaces for yourself when you want to make big decisions. It'll definitely bring about better outcomes. Two, when there are big decisions that really need a lot of clarity, create a ritual for yourself. Create a nice safe space so that you can get quality answers. And three, in, in your everyday life to create quick on the go better decisions, start to declutter your mind, start to heal the negative thought processes so that you automatically are creating positive thought processes for yourself. Let me know in the comments if you found anything useful or particularly interesting. I'd love to know your thoughts. Sending you so much love and light on your journey. Bye for now. <music>